He called you a cowboy. What did he mean? What are you? Just a humble bounty hunter, man. What's he talking about? He wrote a whole book on the deep mysteries of Eva. Sure, it'll be pretty entertaining to see the look on her face when I welcome her to my otaku sanctuary. Underpants, thank you, please. What are you doing? Warning, warning, warning! This is not a lingerie story! I must run away. I must run away. It's just as I thought. Humans are so interesting. All right, welcome to Hermit Bob's Anime Podcast, episode 139. I'm Shannon. I'm Carrie. I'm Steve. And we're going to bring you all kinds of anime news this episode, right, Carrie? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a math uh, Oh, and no lesson. live action this oh, yeah, time. Yeah. No there live action. There is no Kenshin update right now. Hmm. Just thought I'd let you know. It's taking a week break. I'm saying. Yeah. I know. Carrie sometimes does that just to throw us off. No, I'm saying they took a week off filming. Ah. Okay. They're, they're, done. On vacation. they're done filming already. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's our live comes out in August. They're doing their process of going from production to post-production. So mm. there's, a, there's a break. There's a break. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got a review of Kurazuka, which is a vampire anime. Kind of awesome. <laughs> so, uh... Stick with us, and we'll be right back. Bring us some news. All right. The Attack on Titan dubcast has been announced by Funimation. All right. Um, Anybody good? Some Most of the usual suspects. They're going mm-hmm. to be premiering it at Anime Boston coming up. Okay. Okay. It's got Kyle Hebert, or Hebert, Caitlin Glass, Jessica Kavanaugh, Scott Freeman, Trina Nishimura, and others, including... Mike McFarland, who is also doing the ADR. He's also being the ADR director mm-hmm. for the series. The head writer is John Bergmeier. And script writers are J. Michael Tatum and Tyson Reinhardt, who also does one of the voices. But he did three episodes. He, he did the script for three episodes. Funimation has it where you can order a collector's exclusive edition only from Funimation's store. Okay. This is the goodies that you get. I didn't. They didn't for say Attack on Titan. for Attack on okay. Titan. They don't. I couldn't find a price on the website yet, so it's priceless. I'm thinking it's going to be mm-hmm. up there. You get four collectors' pens set. Well, the military police regiment, the scout regiment, garrison regi- regiment, and the cadet corps. Okay. You get a replica a replica of Aaron's key necklace, sword necklace featuring Titan flesh pairing blades. 3D lenticular art card, a 42-page digibook, and no, sorry, 24. My number dyslexia is kicking. Yeah, that's you. All right. Just take every number that Carrie uh, talks about and reverse it. Whoa, it's Mm going to make some problems later. (laughs) Anyway, plus 104 minutes of extras. Is that 104 or 401? 104. (laughs) Okay. There's a they're limited... Missing, they're missing one thing, though. They need, like, a little... I remember when I was a kid, 
he had the visible science science man kit which showed all the organs inside so it's like about 12 to 16 mm-hmm. inches tall they need one of those for the titan for the flesh titan yeah yeah totally <laughs> see the funimation call me email me <laughs> You I have work. ideas. We can work. <laughs> you certainly do have ideas there. <laughs> so, Steve, we're going to need you to go up to Boston for us. To go to Anime Boston. Go to Anime Boston to watch the uh, dub, the premiere of the mm. dub. So, you need me to be a hobo and jump on a train? and Pretty much, it. yes. Yeah. Unless get, you want to swim. Let me go get my stick and bag and some sad Hulk music. All right, all right, all right. There's going to be a limited edition, which will be available through the Funimation shop and other locations. (laughs) Yes. It has a 3D card, the 24-page book, and the extras. When wait, there's more. No, that's it. Oh, (laughs) wait, there's no more. (laughs) All right. New Sailor Moon's official website for the 20th anniversary project has opened. I actually checked it out. It was Japanese, so I had to go through Google Translate. Mm-mm. Google uh-huh. Translate's not a fun thing. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, the site's there. It's going to start having like a countdown. From what I could tell, there's supposed to be like a countdown going on till the release. And they're going to be putting out the information. The world <laughs> well, Ragnarok, we already dodged that bullet, so we're good. Yeah. But, um... No, it's going to have... I guess they're going to be posting up more information the closer to the release we get. Okay. It's going to be streaming on Nico Nico in July. All right. Supposedly, this is what I've heard, this is not a remake of the original anime. Mm -hmm. This is a new adaptation from scratch of the manga. Mm. I've seen some, like, character stuff, like one of... Sailor Moon and the Moonlight. It, it's a beautiful picture. So mm-hmm. if the art is anything like that little picture that I saw, it's going to be fantastic. Oh, so and what's will, a Sailor Moon fan called? Are they Moonies? I have no idea. I think no, they're just all that, girl otaku. Religious group. Yeah, those, they were called yeah. Moonies too. Yeah. I think it's just all girl otaku. Hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know Scouties. what you call Scouties. <laughs> Sailories. Maybe it depends on whether you're more about Sailor Moon or Tuxedo Mask. Ah, then you could be... A masky. A masky. I have no idea. All right. You, well, you get yeah, to investigating that's... that for the next podcast. Oh, maybe. I'll investigate it. How about right. that? All right. Madoka Magica now has a phone app. It includes exclusive voice clips, gallery of famous scenes to watch, a Magical Girl database... You can also unlock a witch mode that changes the theme and allows users to join the battle to defeat witches. And there's also like some sort of math type game where you get to shoot the little annoying white bunny cat thing. Math. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't do want math. To stuff. No, not good. The app is available for 12 bucks right now at the Google Play Store. An iOS version is in the works supposedly for sometime this spring. All right, 12 bucks. That'd be like Final I know, Fantasy, that's man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think I paid a little bit less for Final Fantasy Tactics. I think I paid $10 for, what was it, um, what was the guy, guy that made The Sims in SimCity, he made that uh, one evolving thing, I can't remember. I don't even play it no more. That's yeah. how much I remember. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to spend yeah. 12 bucks on something that has clips on it, voice clips. And, and teaches you math. And Yeah, I don't do math. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> Even if I could shoot the annoying little white bunny cat thing. I hated that thing. I hated that thing. But as much as I hate that thing, I'm still not going to do the math. You hate math more. Yes, I do. Never underestimate my ability kids. to suck Stay in school. at <laughs> math. Yes, you don't, end up broken doing a podcast. Don't be a carry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be me and be broke doing a podcast. All right. More news. ASEN, Anime Central, which will be taking place in Chicago May 16th through 18th, will be hosting Yoshitoshi Abe, the artist behind Lane, Hibane Rinmei, and Technolize. That would actually be pretty cool, because yeah, I love Hibane cool. Rinmei and, and Lane. Mm-hmm. Technolize, I wasn't so into. Yeah. That one just couldn't keep well, me The art was still good. The art was, was amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. He's done some other art, too. Like, I think they said he worked on the manga for Welcome to the NHK. Mm-hmm. And stuff. And NIS America has begun, begun streaming an English version of the trailer for Toradora, which is a romantic comedy. The Blu-ray and DVD will be available in with an English dub, which is kind of rare, and is planned for a July 1st release. They have two editions. This seems to be a theme. A premiere edition, which includes four Blu-ray and four DVDs. Now, who wants that? What's the other one? It's $129.99. Is the other one or the premiere? That's the premiere edition. Okay. The standard edition will be released in two box sets. The DVD and Blu-ray for basically 60 bucks, And just DVD for 45 bucks. So in the end, you probably should just buy the special edition with all four discs at one time. Yeah, I would think so. Because even with my math skills... <laughs> When you do the math, yeah. it turns out to be about the... I mean, a little cheaper to do the other way, but I, I don't you know. You also don't get any art books or stuff that comes with, so... Yep. All right. And G-Kids, which were the ones behind the bigger theatrical releases from the last couple of uh, last couple Studio Ghibli movies mm-hmm. and Summer Wars, plans to release... Studio Ghibli's co-founder, Isao Takahata's Tale of Princess Kayuya this year. This is based on a Japanese folk tale, Takatori Monogatari, the tale of the woodcutter, and centers on Princess Kayuga, Kayuya, who is discovered as a baby inside a glowing stalk of, ba- of bamboo. Oh, nice. The art I saw looked fantastic. Ew. Sounds a little weird. It's like yeah. a, it's like the Japanese version of a Cabbage Patch Kid. <laughs> True. I was actually thinking about that old fairy tale about the people who find the little teeny tiny little Thumbelina. Mm-hmm. I was, was actually thinking it was in a flower, but I was kind of thinking similar. Mm-hmm. No, I prefer Cabbage Kids. But this one's but Thumbelina was not a princess, so whatever. And I got her upcoming anime. Upcoming anime. Mm-hmm. Always nice. March 18th. March 18th. March 18th. Boy, Meiji. you are having trouble with yeah. that math. Thing. I told you. Meiji, The Labyrinth of Magic, second DVD box set. To Love Rue, complete. The 25th, Dragon Half. That's an old one, but a fun one. Um, yeah, it's a weird Fairy Tale Part 9. <laughs> Fist of the North Star, complete. I know you two want that one. <laughs> oh, I love Fist of the North Star. I know you I know totally Steve want that, that one. Too. Ghost Story, 
DVD complete. Okay. I love ghost stories. Lupin the Third, Bye Bye Lady Liberty. Mardock Scramble, the third exhaust. That's just guaranteed to give you weird nightmares. <laughs> and Pokemon White and Black Rival Destinies. And then April 1st, April Fool's Day, Dragon Ball Z Season 3 Uncut, Princess Nine, and the third, The Girl with the Blue Eyes Complete DVD. So there's so, some old stuff that they're re-releasing. They're re-releasing Dragon Ball Z... Third season. Third season. But these are uncut. Uncut. Is yes. there any other possible variation or way after deviant they, that they can release after this? Well, let's what think. They, they could complete. They could restore the original footage. Wait, I think I they, they already did, did that. that. Remastered. Remasters already been done. Well, uncut. They're going to come out their own next version, next thing after Blu-ray and high def, just to release Dragon More Ball Dragon Z. More Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I believe it. But it's cool because they're releasing a lot of older stuff like Dragon Half, Fist of North Star, Ghost Stories. Before long, I'm gonna, they're going to be able to beam Dragon Ball Z straight into my eyeballs. That's what Google Glass is. Yeah. Mm. That was just made so they can send. Just so they can Dragon release Ball another Z. Dragon Ball Z. Z. Dragon yes. Ball Z Google Glass mm-hmm. edition. Probably. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I, I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> and Dragon Half, yeah. Girl... Half dragon, it's weird. Stuck on a dragon that one is head. strange. No, it's just weird. And then Princess Nine's a baseball story. All right. What? <laughs> yeah, it's it's girls playing baseball. I didn't say it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it's there. <laughs> as long as they had the line, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> I, I would almost say that's a that has to be in there, but I think so. But I don't know. It was American made. Yes. Yes. There had to be some kind of reference, but. Being anime and Japanese, probably not. Probably. Yeah. All right, hang on a second. We'll be right back with our review of Kurazuka. Okay, we've been watching Kurazuka as of late. Um, Kurazuka, I'll just summarize it here. Uh, the series begins in the 12th century Japan and revolves around Kuro, a swordsman who, with his servant, is running from his older brother. He takes refuge in a woman's house in the woods. Her name is Kuramitsu. All right. Now, she turns out to be an immortal vampire. And after an attack, turns uh, turns bad for poor old Kiru. Uh, she saves his life by mixing her blood with his. All right. Needless to say, Kuro loses consciousness, wakes up uh, centuries later in a post-apocalyptic dystopian Japan, and an organization called the Red Army has taken over. Kuro falls in with a resistance group and spends the rest of the series pretty much fighting mutants of the Red Armies and searching for Kiramitsu. Um, so, it has a lot of qualities. I don't know if, if anybody who's listening has seen these other 
ones that we may have reviewed. Uh, the Twilight of the Dark Master. It has I don't kind of think we've reviewed Twilight of the Dark I don't think Master so. yet. But it has that 80s yeah, dystopian society kind of like Twilight of the Dark Master or uh, Dark Side Blues has. Um, even Akira. Very cyberpunk. It's got kind of a cy- cyberpunk. It has a kind of Ren, Daughter of Nimuzine feel to it. With the immortal and the huge, vast time span. And then it's done by Madhouse. So it's it's going to have a Ninja Scroll type feel to it. It's got the freaks yeah. like Ninja Scroll. Mm-hmm. And so, Carrie, what did you think of this so far? I've, I have to admit, I actually really like this one. Yeah? I mean, it's vampire anime, but it's not the normal, traditional vampire anime. In a way. Yeah, your main character isn't the vampire. Oh, it gets turned well, into a vampire, but... He's not... He's yeah, he's not, not, not really full vampire. Out sucking blood. He's got a more vampire D-type quality to him. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. a quiet, you know, doesn't speak much. Um, and kicks a whole lot of ass and, and looks very cool while doing it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So you liked it. Um, I really like it. I think there are parts of it that are very confusing because... You go from 12th century Japan to all of a sudden this dystopian future where obviously something has gone horribly awry. And you and it's like, okay, I have no idea what happened. I don't know how much time has passed. But in a way, it kind of works because the character doesn't really have all his memories either. Mm-hmm. So and He's missed that timeline too. Yeah, he's missing it too. So you're kind of finding things out at the same time he is about his past. Yeah, and he has a lot of flashbacks, a lot of mm-hmm. dreams. Sometimes it past. is hard to tell, though, especially when they're more current with the current timeline. It's kind of hard to tell whether you're in a flashback or the story has just wrapped around itself. Mm. And there's a lot of mind games in this one. Uh, mm-hmm. The enemies he's fighting really mess with minds as much as... as just jumping through time would. So, Steve, what did you think of what you saw? Well, let me put a disclaimer out there. I haven't watched as much as you guys have. Uh, Steve's got a very busy schedule, so yeah. we'll give him a little bit of a break. But what did you but think? I, from what I saw, I, it did catch my interest. Um, I like the action in it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a while since we've done a good samurai action. So, and I was just starting to get into the meat of it mm-hmm. so I'm just leaving it up there for now I uh, I liked it a lot I think um, it's probably one of the best series I've seen all year um, just because it seems to balance everything perfectly between the crazy mutant enemies and the time story wise and it seems to update the dystopian future mm-hmm. in a way that's enjoyable I, I I like a lot of those old old anime if any anybody has been paying attention to the podcast um, and hasn't noticed that um, I love the cyberpunk and the dystopian future but it's very dated nowadays when you go back and you watch anime from the 80s and ni- early like 90s. Cyber City Uedo. <laughs> yeah, to see how dated <laughs> some of the cyberpunk future really is. A lot of it isn't. A lot of it's uh, got 
a lot of aspects that we do on a daily basis now, including accessing the internet and all kinds of things. But we're not jacking into our brains. Not yet. Uh, not yet. Working on it. This series seemed to bring that dystopian future much more into... A more realistic dystopian future? I think, uh, yes. <laughs> it brought it into a more realistic dystopian future. You nailed it. Wow, that needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> Oh, today's dystopian future is much more realistic, realistic than, than yesterday's <laughs> dystopian future. Well, I mean, you don't see flying cars. There's no crazy, crazy computer and electronic gadgets beyond what the Red Army's got, mm -hmm. which would make sense because they are, you know, big, giant Imperial Army, you know, because the Army's got way cooler toys than all the rest of us can get. That makes sense. But it's like, I don't see any flying cars. Well, there's the flying helicopter -y thing. Yeah, but we have helicopter thing. gunships. We do. So, yeah. you know, it's it's a more realistic, yeah. Dystopian. Dystopian thing. future. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that said, Carrie, what do you give it? I'm going to give it a good solid four. Good I solid. might have to revisit this after I finish watching the series. All right. Steve? Uh, to be determined. To be determined. Mm. We'll get back on the next podcast where Steve can let us know what he mm -hmm. thinks about the whole series. I'm going to give it a five. It's probably the first five I've seen in a long, mm. long time. Especially from you. Yeah. yeah. And I, mean, I, I really liked it. I think it mm -hmm. just balanced everything out perfect. The art is very good. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is the art is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Even though the streaming qualities on, on the service we're watching switch up a bit. Yeah, that's not the uh, But that's not fault. the anime's fault. That's the streaming quality. But the characters are very... Um, they have their madhouse Very, know, very madhouse. Yes. Very high quality animation. So, um, a four, a five, and a to be determined. <laughs> I think you're first to be determined. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> See, chop, chop. Get to the, get with it. Okay, sure. We'll get to working on that. <laughs> All right, hang on a second. We'll be right back. Okay, that one's in the bag now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We've got yep. this episode cleaned up. And so now can we put the cat in the ocean? We... <laughs> <laughs> you said it's in the bag. Oh, yeah. Well, I was oh. just thinking in the creek under the bridge, but, oh. you know, not all the way out. I you don't... Know, I, I am cat, not associated cat, with these two cat killers. A cat, you don't need to go out all the way to the ocean, you know. You just... I want to throw out a disclaimer that no no animals of any sort were harmed in the making of this podcast. No, be harmed just afterwards. <laughs> just carry when she got whacked in the knee with the table. Yeah. No, By that, Shannon. That never happened. <laughs> never happened. Um, we have people to thank, I believe. Yes, we do. Steve right. for one. Steve for one, yes. <laughs> Not Steve. <laughs> Anime News Network, Crunchyroll, Funimation, and... Anime Nation. Yes. Um, we also have a website. Mm -hmm. It's www.hermitbob.com. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, we're trying to get that up and running better than mm -hmm. it has been in the past. There's um, also a Facebook fan page. Just do a search for Hermit Bob's Anime Podcast. Mm -hmm, so which... I've been trying to throw on some of the video clips mm -hmm. that are mentioned 
on that there are no video clips this time around, but... And as always, Hermit Bob has taken a vow of silence, but he's easy to answer email. So yeah. send him... I'm going to say, or talk in 100, or type in 140 characters at a time. Type yes. in 140 characters at a time. I've gotten whole paragraphs from him before. Hmm. So you can check him out on Twitter, Facebook, and you can email him, hermitbob at gmail.com. All kinds of ways to reach us mm. and the gnome when he's not watching anime projected onto his cave wall. <laughs> <laughs> and eating haggis. And eating haggis. Yes. <laughs> In fact, we may have a, a surprise haggis um, sponsorship coming up soon. Commercial? <laughs> yeah. You Is know, haggis coming back? To haggis might be coming back. Whoa. So, who knows? Keep, keep your ears posted. So... With that, I guess we will go. Mm -hmm. See you in a couple weeks. And we, yes, we'll see you in a couple weeks. See ya. Bye.